Hey guys, it's Liz, and you are listening to Dear Younger Me, Love Me, where we give people the chance to write a letter to their younger selves in hopes that we can learn a little bit from their lives. Hi guys, welcome to Dear Younger Me, Love Me, and we are here right now with Kyler Hoopengardner, and she is 19 a former Campus Life student and now a current, now sophomore. Yes, I'm excited. (laughs) At Ball State University. And she is an exercise science major. And I have known Kyler since she was a little baby freshman in high school. And she has grown so much in these past few years. And it has been such a fun journey to see you become the person that you are today. And man, it wasn't easy getting there. No, yeah. (laughs) Right? It was not easy getting there. And so... Kyler, we would love to hear a little bit about your journey and how you got to the place that you are today. Uh, For me, this was like my senior year um, that I really like struggled through and I had like kind of this coming to Jesus, like figuring out what exactly it meant to have a good relationship with God and stuff. But kind of started with uh, YFC camp going between my junior and senior year. Yeah, YFC camp. It was so much fun. I loved it. Uh, That week at camp... Uh, I feel like the overall theme was what are things that are distracting you from having a better relationship with Jesus? And I prayed a lot about it. And like, honestly, I didn't think I had much wrong with my life. I thought like life was pretty good. Like, oh, I don't know. And then uh, my (laughs) small group leader, Danny, she was like, no, like you guys really need to think about this. Like what is going, I know not all of your lives are perfect. So mm-hmm. then we, she kind of put us in timeout. Yeah, and said, I remember she telling me that <laughs> she put her cabin in timeout. I was like, what? Yeah. She told us like, go, like you're going to sit alone and pray for 10 minutes and you are going to come back and you guys are going to like, we're going to share and you guys are going to like figure out like the brokenness in your life. Like what's going on. And went into this 10 minute like timeout. And I, I just remember like praying and God kept like it was almost like a whisper. Like I did, like I, I didn't think anything was wrong with it. I had a relationship in my life that I really did. I loved, and it was a great. I thought it was a great relationship, but I felt like that was just like a, like a constant theme that like God kept putting in my head. Like, hey, this isn't necessarily as good as you think it is. Like I don't like. I honestly felt throughout that week, God was putting in my head that I shouldn't be in that relationship. Like that mm-hmm. was kind of like the conclusion by the end of the week was that this was like my biggest distraction from having a, like a great relationship with Jesus. It was just pulling you away from your relationship with God instead of enhancing it. Yeah, because not all relationships are bad they can like work together towards christ but you felt like this one was really drawing you away yeah i was putting like all my time and energy energy into this relationship and by the end of the week it was like yeah like this is not as good of a relationship as i think it is and i need i i felt god truly calling like calling me out of this relationship so uh after an amazing week at camp get back into reality and like me and this person got in a fight like right away and I'm like oh my gosh yeah maybe God's right I should be out of this relationship and so I did I cut uh ties with this person I broke up with them and uh honestly like the worst two weeks of my life like Mm -hmm. I had like the worst heartbreak I had ever felt like physical pain like I was crying all the time and I uh was so emotional and um it was so hard it was so hard I like wasn't eating or sleeping and I like I honestly I was questioning God I'm like why would you make me do this like why would you call me out of this relationship like I'm so like heartbroken now like why why would you put me through this is kind of like the 
like thing going through my head yeah that doubt just snuck in that's what pain does like when we have a lot of pain and we we don't really know where to put it we just put it on god yeah and we're like why would you have me do that mm-hmm. i totally was blaming god for all this and i'm like why would you make me do this and uh like i was constantly talking to people like friends who had been at camp and like my other christian friends and my leaders and like just kind of sh- sharing my doubts that i was having with them and all of them were had like the exact same advice like no like you know what god's calling you to do you know what this was a distraction this wasn't a great relationship like you know you're doing the right thing mm-hmm. and then you had a clear message from god yeah like at camp you were like this i know that this is what i'm supposed to do i had never heard god's voice so clear honestly in my life where yeah. it was like kyler like you need to be you should not be in this relationship you need to get out of it like mm-hmm. you need to focus on me be single put your energy into me yeah and uh so and then after I talked to all my like Christian friends, I talked to some people who had not been to camp before. Not that like that's a wrong thing that if you don't go to camp, but they definitely didn't have great relationships with Jesus or anything. And they just said, oh, I think you should follow your heart. And I listened to, to that one person. I said, you were waiting for the <laughs> one person to tell you the advice you wanted to hear. Yeah, I was, really? I like talked to so many people, like everyone's saying no. One person said, go for it. And I'm like, OK, yep, I'm going for it. And I got back into the relationship uh, totally turning my back on God like I knew explicitly what he was telling me to do and I totally dismissed it and I was like nope I can't do it that's too hard I don't trust that I honestly I didn't trust that what God had for me was better than what like the plans that I had for myself got back in this relationship and we did date for the rest of senior year and that kind of like my entire senior year I really struggled with my relationship with God I like did not feel close to him at all Um, I would pray occasionally. I didn't journal for almost an entire year. It's so odd when I look back on my journal. It's like July 2018 and then it doesn't have another date until like June of 2019. Hmm. Like I just really, I ran from God. I did not trust. (laughs) I didn't want to go like dive back in again and then have him tell me the same thing that he told me before to get out of this relationship. I didn't want him to tell me what to do again. Yes. Because the second you talk to God again, you know he's going to tell you the same thing. Yeah. And so you were like, well, I'm just not going to talk to God I'm just not going to talk to God right now. So, uh... I did like I would pray like oh like I want to pray for this person or like I would even be like I don't know like things that I was grateful for like thank you for such a great day like I would still pray but like and you went to oh, church you were yeah. still going to church you were still kind of playing the the game yeah and you were wearing the mask but yeah. your heart was not following you no and honestly like going to church I <laughs> like almost every single week probably for a good eight or nine weeks in a row every single sermon seemed to be the exact same message of like Kylie you know what you're doing. Like you need to be following me. And it was like poking at me like, Kyler, you know what to do. You know what to do. And I was like, how can my pastor say the exact same message eight weeks in a row? It was like for everyone else, it was totally different. But for me, it was the exact same. Like it just like poked at my heart. And I was like, oh my gosh, I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not doing it. And then I, at that point, I honestly felt ashamed. Like I was so like, I turned my back on God. I ran away. Like it's almost like if you're like, like a little kid running away from home or something. Like if you run away from home, you're like, well, I can't go back now. Like I ran away from home. My parents are going to be so mad at me. Mm-hmm. So like, I think I, I already had, made the mistake. Yeah. So I think I thought that like God was like mad at me or I think I had that in my head for a while that he was disappointed in me. And like I have such a thing with my parents with, with that where I hate disappointing people. I'm like totally a people pleaser. Like I don't want anyone to be mad at me. And I definitely thought that God was mad at me or that was like the like lie that I had in my head that God was mad at me disappointed in me whatever yeah so what changed for you because this was like your whole senior year you were really back and forth 
this hiding, this running away, this hearing the message of God speaking to you over and over again, and you still being like, no, I don't want to hear it. I am happy where I am. This has to be the best way because I chose it, right? So what changed in all of that? Yeah, towards the end of my senior year, this guy I had been dating, definitely that relationship was starting to fail. And like, I think part of it, like I had so much, like I had such high expectations and it wasn't even him, like my friends too. Like I had this God-shaped hole in my heart where like uh, no person can fill that. And I had like these high expectations for these people to like try to fill me up and nobody's going to do that. Like nobody can like fill that. Like that's such a high expectation to have on people. So I think that like, my relationships were failing me. To no fault of their own. Yeah. It's be- just Because they are not God. <laughs> yeah. If you have a God-shaped hole in your heart and you try to shove other humans in it, it's never going to fill because none of us can match up to God. Exactly. And I think at some point I realized like, okay, this is obviously isn't working. I need God in my life. Like I figured that out towards the end of senior year. I was like, man, like I don't want this to be my life. And I think going into college, like I was, I had the mentality like, okay, senior year is wrapping up. We're going into college soon. I knew that I kind of had a choice. Like I could just say, we're just going to have fun in college and like, we just kind of do whatever we want the next four years. Or like, we can start now, like be follow God now. And I think I, in my head, I kind of wanted to like have fun in college. Just like, yeah, I'll do whatever I want. Like I'll be quote, I'll be a Christian in four years. You'd already been running for God for a year. So you're like, well, might as well throw, throw four more in there. Right. Yeah. So then uh, I thought, well, if I say that in four years, I'll just say that like, oh, well, I'm I just want to, like, I don't want to do this now. Like, I'll, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. Like, I, I would keep pushing it off. And then, like, someday I'll, well, I'll be 40 and, like, I'm still not following Jesus. Like, that's not, like, the life that I wanted for myself. And I wanted, I decided that I wanted better for myself. And I wanted to, like, pursue a relationship with God again. So, yeah, towards the end of senior year and, like, uh, some messages that I had heard in church, like, they were less, like, Kyler, you, like, you know what you're doing. The messages in church that I had kept hearing were, like, Kyler, like, God, it doesn't matter what you've done. Like, God will always love you and God will always want a relationship with you like that was like a big truth in my life that I think hit and like once I had heard that like it doesn't matter like what sin you've done what uh, bad things you've done it's okay you can come back like God will always have like a big invitation for you to come back so once I had figured that out and I think I kind of forgave my like self for it because I think I thought that God was like so disappointed with me and like realizing like that's not like that's like a, a lie like that's not true God's already forgiven you yeah like God already has wiped you clean because you said yes to following him and and all that, but you had to forgive yourself because mm-hmm. you were still holding all of your past over your head yeah, and using that as leverage as to why you aren't good enough. And that's exactly where Satan wants you to be mm-hmm. is to say like, hey, remember those things that you did? That's what makes you not good enough. And God's like, no, what makes you good enough is me. Nothing that you do will make you good enough. But that's the freedom that we get to have when we follow Jesus. And so then after you kind of decided that, what what were some of the really hard things that you had to kind of strip away to change in your life? Sometimes when we run away from God so far, we have to do something drastic and do make some really hard choices mm-hmm. to reset. Yeah. Right. So how did you reset? Uh, for me, well, after like prom or graduation or whatever, me and this guy did break up. So like that would definitely help. Like that wasn't a distraction in my life anymore. So I was able to focus more on God and like just put my trust in him. Like, okay, like we don't need a, we don't need no man. Like we're good. Like we're okay. Uh, so, was that breakup as hard as the first one? Honestly, no. Uh, okay. I think it, like immediately it was because honestly, it wasn't even my idea. Like he was the one who broke up with <laughs> me. So like that was hard. But then once I realized my worth and my like just finding my identity in Christ, then I was like, you know what? No, like we 
this is what we need that's the most important relationship that matters right now so yeah yeah so then like throughout the summer like working on that like working on just uh my relationship with god and like trusting trusting him again and then also like just kind of reevaluating uh some friendships in my life and deciding like so if my friends were like not making the best decisions or something like making uh different choices and shoot like choosing a different route and stuff so I kind of like even going into college like lost some friends and that was kind of a rough time in my life the first few months of college because I mean I go to Ball State University like they kind of have a reputation too so like knowing that uh like there are gonna be parties and there's gonna be like other things going on other distractions in my life and stuff kind of figuring out like okay you, you can't do those and follow God or like you have to like that's not going to work those don't mix well so um having and you to were probably some of those things you were probably exhausted living this like double life that you were living in high school yeah right like uh trying to hold up your christian mask but then having all this stuff going on inside of you is exhausting mm-hmm. right yeah and so you're probably like i can't do that anymore like, i'm too tired yeah so then I kind of had to like find instead of wearing like all these masks and stuff like finding like okay this is who I am and like figuring out like this is the Kyler that I want to be and then sticking with that is kind of what I had to figure out and that like took a lot of work throughout the summer like just praying a lot and like trying to like find find who I am because I think <laughs> I'm a three and I want to like satisfy all these uh everybody I want Enneagram talk right here <laughs> yeah I'm an Enneagram three <laughs> but I want to like fit into all the groups and I want um got some FOMO I don't want to like the fear of missing out I want to be a part of like all these groups and stuff and I like I can't uh compromise who I am like I needed to like find my identity in Christ and I needed to like focus on like who he wanted me to be and make that my identity not trying to satisfy all these other groups or trying to like be the perfect person for like any of these other groups and stuff like being who God wants me to be which is just me one person <laughs> yes so you said this the summer before college you were like okay I basically need to make an entirely new foundation for myself mm-hmm. because I kind of cracked the old one or really the other one wasn't really there because yeah. I had nothing to stand on and so what were some things that helped you rebuild some of that foundation you mentioned that you've journaled um, I know that you and I have talked a lot about the story of Jonah in yeah. the Bible. And so what are some of those things that really helped reset that foundation for you? Jonah was really important to me, that story, just because he d- definitely didn't want to do what God was asking him to do and stuff. So then reading, like, obviously I didn't jump into a whale's mouth or anything. Or, that's not what happened. But I, uh, the extremities of that, like, I obviously didn't go through. But just like the similarities and like running from God and like God's asking you to do something like that was like a story that I like I really related with. And like that helped me figure out how to like kind of refigure out my relationship with Jesus and jump back into that. And uh, some other things that really helped me journaling. I never realized like how much I really do love journaling and uh, journaling out um, even like not all, like always the good things, but like my frustrations and like even the times where like I didn't totally like trust God or like no, like or I had my doubts journaling and like my like thoughts with him and uh just always like being in prayer and like also like surrounding myself like I had a lot of friends like some who didn't necessarily follow Jesus super closely and then others that did um kind of refiguring out over the summer like who are the people that I like want to be surrounding myself with and finding good uh God-loving people that um could kind of like keep me accountable like I had to find people who I could like work with accountability and um figuring out like these are the people that I want in my life who can I can keep them like we can all keep each other accountable in our relationships with uh, God and then when you went to college 
I remember talking to you and you were so determined to grow in your relationship with Jesus. Yes. And so <laughs> you had this list of things that you wanted to make sure that you did. What were some of those things and how did that help you grow just this year, your first year at college? Yeah, uh, I was honestly surprised like how quickly I was able to find like one thing I needed to do. My uh, youth pastor from uh, high school, uh, Nick, he had told me, uh, hey, if you don't be church hopping your entire like college experience or even your entire freshman year. Like find a church that you love and be become a part of that church like in the first like few months. He said like by October, figure out what like what church you want to be a part of and what you want to go to. And it was funny. Like I moved in on Thursday and then literally like three days later, a friend of mine from high school, her name's Holland, she asked me, uh, hey Lynn, do you want to come to church with me on Sunday? And I'm like, I just moved into college. I have no plans and no friends. Yes, I will come. And I go to this church service with her in Muncie and it was amazing and I loved the people that I met and people were so friendly they have so many small groups so that was, that was something that I really wanted to get myself involved in was different small groups and stuff to work with and that was something that I found like right away in college was a church and a small group and I really wanted to like find a ways in my schedule to uh like I wanted to read my Bible often like I didn't used to do that in high school like a whole lot until like the, the summer prior yeah. and I found like a perfect time in my day where like I knew my roommate wasn't going to be in the room and I knew it was like right in between my classes like every every day uh, at like 10 a.m. I would be in my dorm room have my Jesus music going and I'd be reading my Bible and journaling and I had a really good routine with it and it was like that routine like kept me going through the year and that really I grew so much in my faith that first year just finding a routine with God and finding like a really great community like right away mm. that was amazing and yeah like I I'm so happy with how my first year of college went it was honestly it's like so much growth happened and I I'm so thankful for it and I can see how much you've grown even and through being your campus life leader during your really hard journey of back and forth and seeing you now it's like man I'm so proud of you you have grown so much and you've dug your heels in and you've said, no, I'm following Jesus. I'm not doing this back and forth anymore. I'm tired of running. I'm going to stand up for what I believe in and I'm going to make sure that I build that into my day. And you are one determined girl. And so <laughs> when you decide you're going to do something, you're going to do it. Yeah. And so you didn't back down. Even when things did get hard in college, I'm sure you had plenty of times where you had opportunities to go and do things that you didn't want to do, mm -hmm. but since you had decided that's who you wanted to be, you were able to to not compromise that yeah. and, and not really sink into those things. And so I'm super proud of you. Um, and so right now I'd love to give you the chance to read your letter to yourself. Oh, yeah. I got a letter. Yeah. Dear younger me, you are going to grow up to be a strong, beautiful, and amazing woman someday. Life won't always be easy. There will be some really great highs and some pretty tough lows, but with God's hand and guidance, you'll make it through it all. Some small pieces of advice I'd like to give to you to help you push through these next few years would be number one, to work hard in school. Your college self will thank you later. Also, enjoy sports while you have them. Don't take those years for granted because once it's over, then it's over. Number two is to focus more on the quality of your friends in relationships rather than their quantity, like the status that they might bring you or the amount of friends that you might have. And most importantly, number three is to work and focus and prioritize your relationship with Jesus. His relationship is what matters most. Always be listening for his voice and the truth he's speaking into your life. You are so, so, so loved by so many amazing people and by an amazing God that will always love you unconditionally, no matter what. Stay focused and be awesome. Love me. 
And be awesome. Be awesome. That's so good. <laughs> I love it that you were talking about just the, the like quality of the friends and even that just the refocus of things might be a little hard, but make sure that you know mm-hmm. who God created you to be. Yeah. So yeah. How, how did you feel writing that letter? I honestly, I, I, I have always enjoyed writing letters to myself. Like I feel like that was the thing that campus life small groups would do. I mean, it was more of a letter to your future self where you would write a letter at the beginning of the year and read it at the end of the year. I loved doing that. And so doing this, honestly, I had fun with it. I was like, man, I like, what would I say to my younger self? Part of me wanted to be specific, like doing certain things or like avoiding certain situations or something like that. But no, I really did enjoy writing this and it kind of made me like reminisce a little bit too, like the whole part with doing sports and stuff. Now that it's over, I'm like, oh man, I really miss sports. Mm-hmm. I really miss, like I honestly do miss high school and like parts of it, uh, the simplicity of it. I really wish I could get, mail this to like, I don't even know, 13 year old Kyler and say like, hey, do this. You will thank yourself later. I wish I could mail this to myself, but but that's not how life works. <laughs> we don't have a time machine. Nope, we can't do unfortunately. that. Um, so if someone is listening to this right now and is struggling with running from God because he's asking them to do something they really don't want to do, whether it's in a relationship or a friendship or whatever that is, what kind of advice would you have for someone? For me, I would say to really surround yourself with God-loving people. Like They will be the ones that really have your back and will really look out for your best interests. So surrounding yourself with a really great community is something that I would really, really recommend. If you're surrounded by people who might not know Jesus as well, like they might not know what's best or they might not have like God's interest in mind too. So, um, and then also with that, just praying. I know that sounds like super simple, but like praying, journaling, talking to God, even if you have like doubts and stuff, like tell God your doubts, like tell him exactly what you're feeling and then work that with him and push through. And also, if God is telling you to do something, please do it. You would, yeah, just do it. <laughs> I wish I would have done it. So <laughs> you can avoid a lot more heartbreak if you if you just listen to God the first time, yeah, right? For sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kyler, thank you so much for coming today. I am so proud of you. You have grown to be an amazing woman of God, and your heart is reflecting that. And I know God is going to use your story to help other people's lives. And so even though you hate the part of your life where you ran away from God, I think that he's going to be able to use that as a way to show other people. You had to learn the hard way, but hopefully other people aren't going to learn the hard way after hearing your story. I hope so. Thank you for being vulnerable. Thank Thank you you for for having me. I'm so happy I got to do this. (laughs) Thank you for being real. I I love you so very much. I love you, Liz. And I hope all of you listening learned a little bit more about Kyler today, but also learned a little bit more about yourself. So thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Dear Younger Me, Love Me. Make sure you guys go and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Leave us a review. Share this with your friends. And I hope that you learned a little bit about yourself today during this time. And maybe you can also go out and write a letter to your younger self. I hope that you guys can show yourself some love today.